This is the Best Insurance Law Podcast, brought to you by Best Recommended Insurance Attorneys. Welcome to Best Insurance Law Podcast, the broadcast about timely and important legal issues affecting the insurance industry. I'm John Zuba, Managing Editor of Best Recommended Insurance Attorneys, including expert service providers. I'm pleased to have with us today Trip Wagner from expert service provider Jensen Hughes. Jensen Hughes is a global leader in safety, security, and risk-based engineering and consulting since 1939. Tripp is a senior forensic mechanical engineer located out of Westchester, Pennsylvania. He conducts forensic investigations in origin and cause on fire losses, fire suppression systems, and non-fire-related losses. He has been involved in the forensic evaluation or cause of 1,200 fire losses. Tripp has also testified in approximately 80 cases as an expert in fire-related cases, and is a retired Delaware State Deputy Fire Marshal. Chip, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me on, John. Today's discussion is on how claims handling and inspections have changed since COVID-19. And Chip, for our first question today, how has COVID-19 impacted forensic engineering, claims handling, and relationship with insurers? So as a whole, during all this, the process has slowed down. And that begins with retaining information from the insured, reaching the insured, uh, scheduling inspections, the time it is taking to travel to inspections and complete inspections. We have a delay now in parties receiving notice, you know, um, adjusters, attorneys, corporations, everybody's working from home. Uh, Certified letters may not be going through as they usually do. So we've slowed down on the receiving notice and replying. And and we've also seen a delay in joint exams being scheduled. There's a lot of travel issues. There's a lot of scheduling issues. So we have the delay all the way to the joint exams and it continues through the whole process all the way to lab exams. So the biggest thing we're seeing is a slowdown in everything. Everything has kind of hit the brakes. The first thing that happened when we encountered this current environment we are in is in the forensic world, we saw product reps losing the ability to travel. And when I speak about product reps, I'm mostly referring to internal experts from corporations or companies. So if you were to take a major auto manufacturer, when there's a loss, whatever type of loss it may be, they prefer to send their internal experts and not hire an outside company. And those were the first people we saw that would reach back and say, we're shut down, we're not allowed to travel. And that's understandable because they're not forensic firms, they are large corporations. And just as a corporation, they said no more travel. So that was the first issue we came across. What that ended up resulting in is we saw some expert selection change. So everybody has their favorite expert and everybody has the expert they'd prefer. The, these corporations would like their internal experts. Conversely, product manufacturers may like a certain expert that has to travel across the country. And what we saw was that's not doable sometimes. There, there are many limitations. It may not just be the company that's saying that. It may be the individual. It may be just the inability to get to a location. So we saw companies having to think outside the box and maybe work with a local expert and they work with their preferred expert and work in in cooperation. But we definitely saw a selection change and we had to move forward many times. So you have to work outside the box and work together as all parties to get that accomplished. And and lastly, one of the big things is we saw the, the lack of ability to interface with the insured. The insured, when it comes to a loss, no matter what type of loss, are a huge avenue of data to gather, right? They're the first one maybe to discover the loss. They have history 
with the appliance, the plumbing, whatever it may be. And we lost the ability to have them come out to our site. You know, pre-COVID, we would have, in an ideal world, we'd have the insured show up. We'd walk through and look at items and say, what was this? When did we do this? That's gone. You know, the insured generally is not willing to meet with experts, and it's understandable in our environment. So they are no longer there, and we have lost an enormous amount of data that we usually could gain as a result of that. Trip, how are scene inspections being handled now? So scene inspections are definitely handled differently, and I think we are going to see them handled differently throughout the future. I don't think this is just going to stop anytime soon. The biggest thing about scene exams is what type of scene exams do we have? And simplistically, we may say like a business versus a residential. So residential scene exams are, have changed immensely, and especially if the residence is still occupied. And what comes to mind for me is an example of a loss we had, which was a chimney fire when this first started. But it did not destroy the house. It was still occupied. So we had to discuss with the insured, we need to proceed with this. We need to get into your home to examine this. What are you comfortable with? Conversely, what am I comfortable with as the expert? You know, what is going on in the home? What PPE would we have to wear? There's an enormous amount of exchange of information that has to go on up front prior to even the initial exam. And this is just the first party going out. We're not even talking about the joint. We're talking about maybe the first fire investigator, the first engineer going out, whatever it may be. It needs to be discussed up front, need to determine what can happen, what needs to be done to proceed with the inspection. And then you need to make sure all those things are accomplished. In that case, the insured was okay with us coming in with Tyvek respirator gloves, limiting our amount of time in there, and doing what we needed to do on the initial inspection to gather the information we need to gather. Now, that exam proceeded to a joint exam. So now we're at the point where, okay, now we have, luckily it wasn't a large exam, and this is just one example, there's many like this, but we had four parties and we had to discuss with everybody up front, including the insured again, you know, we are going to limit the amount of people that are allowed inside the home. If, if your attorney is going to be present, one party is going to be allowed inside the home. And this is the PPE that we are going to need to wear to move forward. And I can understand that from both the insured and the expert side. And I think that's going to go on for a while. It also did limit a little bit. Of, it can limit what data you can gain. You can have an insured say no. You can have an insured say, I will let one person down to my basement to view this fireplace. And when you get to that point of a joint exam, you have to be cooperative with all the other experts, no matter what side you are, to say, look, guys, only one person can get down there. I'm going to document as much information as I can, and I will share it with all parties. You need to tell me what you want, what you want to see, and we'll go from there. And I've also had the other side. I had a small water loss where the insurance company reached out to me and said, look, I've spoken with the insured. They have an infant. They're going to retain everything. And we're going to send you out there in July or August when this is done. And that required a call to the insured to discuss with them to make sure they retain everything appropriately and they moved everything needed into their basement and we'll follow up in July. So that's the residential side, which are an enormous amount of losses. The other side you have is a business, and obviously we have many more industrial. I'm just gonna grab the two most common in the short time we have to discuss this, this environment we're in and discuss those. So business has changed a lot. Do we even have access to the business? You know, 
a business, a restaurant may be closed and there may be a loss there, say a water loss that occurred, you know, or a fire loss or whatever it may be. We might not have access to that and the insured may not want to come out and meet us. I had a water loss when this began in a dentist's office on the first floor and above it was a doctor's office. I had to coordinate with two individuals to make sure I could gain access to two businesses. The doctor's office was not closed. And we're going to discuss that a little bit as it in regards to evidence because it was an operating doctor's office with patients coming in. And now we have to conduct an inspection. You know, enormous goes into that in, in these COVID days. So business, the biggest thing was gaining access, residential. It was if parties are still present in the house discussing everything. So PPE is obviously very important. You know, I, I mentioned up front with the residential, we need to discuss PPE. That needs to be done on every exam. Every exam needs to be discussed what we will be wearing, what the minimum is. Should parties want to go with a greater level of PPE? I don't think anybody is going to mind. But it needs to be discussed, hey, at this exam, all parties are going to wear this. And for the majority, we see N95 masks, gloves. We see social distancing. I was at a large exam the last three days. And after everybody would come out, you would see everybody go their own ways and social distance. When we spoke, it's very difficult in an N95 mask to, you know, I, I was in charge of this exam with 22 people there. It's very difficult to give them a briefing. I had to step back 10 feet, take my mask off and be very loud. You know, ask everybody if they're okay with that. There's a lot of logistics as to how PPE affects these exams. So we're mostly seeing respirators, gloves, N95 masks, and at times Tyvek. The other thing we saw with scene inspections is they're taking longer. So understand it may take longer for your expert to even get to a scene exam now. Flights are canceled right off the bat. Flights are limited. We now have where let's say you may fly to a city direct to go to an exam. You may now see a connection. Some experts are saying this used to be a four hour flight. It's now six. I can drive it in five or I can drive it in six. So we're seeing a slowdown. You know, realize your experts. It may take them longer to get there. The exams are taking longer. This is going to continue. Pre-COVID, many a time, whatever type of loss, I recall being shoulder to shoulder with experts in a crawl space examining some component of a loss. Doesn't happen anymore. And it might not happen again. I don't know what's going to happen. But you have to realize social distancing continues on a scene exam. Good example that comes to mind is a colleagues of mine were out on a large loss in the Midwest. The loss was so large and the people, there were so many participants, they had to break down how many went into the loss at a time. And literally they were sending five into the area of origin with the radio, giving them a specified amount of time and then radioing them out. And then they go and sit and five more go in. Pre-COVID, 15, 20 people would have been in there looking at it. That exam went from two days to four days. Not anybody's fault. Nobody's intentionally expanding the exam. It is where we are. So the biggest thing is expect the scenes to take longer, travel and exams. And lastly, evidence has changed, the collection of evidence. Perfect example is the doctor's office. You know, if I'm going to remove evidence from a doctor's office in today's environment, I'm going to need to go above and beyond to make sure how I remove that evidence and I'm going to go above and beyond as to how I store it. I need to consider new factors. 
Also, there was a time when I would just sit down with an insured and they may hand me a manual for a dryer and I would take that or receipt. Can't do that anymore. I've got to use gloves. I've got to put it in bags. So evidence collection needs to be discussed. Evidence collection needs to change. And I envision that will change in the future as well. So Tripp, how has this impacted laboratory exams? So lab, lab exams, when this all began, almost all of them were just immediately postponed with no date set. You had all these lab exams on the books and the labs came back and said, obviously, we're just going to stop. We don't know what's going to happen. I think when everybody began this process, they had no idea how long it was going to last. I'm sure many thought a few weeks, maybe some thought much longer. But those exams, for the most part, are still postponed. We are seeing now rescheduling occurring. And what I was expressing to my clients about three weeks into it when we realized this was going to go on for a long time is we need to get them on the books now. Because what we are going to encounter is everybody trying to get these lab exams. And to be honest, it is what we are encountering now, at least in my section of the country, trying to get all these lab exams scheduled. And you're going to have so many experts that are conflicting dates because they are, let's say an expert during this process had 15 lab exams canceled. That expert was busy, let's say four or five days a week pre-COVID. Well, now they're four or five days a week and you're expecting them to fit in 15 additional lab exams with travel in the next three months. Not going to happen. It's going to log jam up to the point where it's going to slow everything down in terms of scheduling. Exams need to get on the books. I would highly recommend anybody listening to this to please, if you have pending exams, get a date set. I am to the point where I'm seeing exams scheduled to August and that's not due to not being able to travel. That's due to six emails going through where I can't make that date, I can't make it that date. So please get the exams on the book. We've seen technology requests change. We have seen in lab exams, some labs have said we're gonna go forward. We will offer some type of virtual Zoom, whatever it may be, whatever platform where you can view the exam. Those are very specific to certain types of exams. You know, if you are maybe taking a component in to get SEM or EDS uh, scanned, you could zoom that, you know, people can share that. Obviously, if you're breaking down an appliance, that can't be too easily zoomed. But we have seen a request for, we can zoom this. A lot needs to go into that. You need to speak with all parties involved to let them know we will be live recording. We will be telling you when we are recording. You have to discuss if audio is gonna be on. Everybody has to be aware any comment they make is now on a recorded line that is gonna be distributed to all parties. So that just like PPE needs to be discussed. And lastly, with lab exams, we are still dealing with travel issues. So please understand, you know, you can get them on the books. You need to discuss, are you traveling now? Can you travel? And parties need to understand that travel is still going to be slowed down. And, and what I mean by that is I may be available June 9th. However, I'm not available June 8th. And now due to limited flights, connections, I need a day of travel as well. So that's going to slow the process down for lab exams as well. Trip, what will the future look like in forensic engineering and claims handling? So I think the immediate future is, is scheduling issues and delay, slower exams and PPE. So I think the scheduling issues I already mentioned are going to continue throughout the year. You know, exams are going to get pushed back, 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 back. We are going to add all these exams that were either held as the one I mentioned with the infant in July or all these lab exams. And experts simply are not going to have the time to fit it all in there. And the lab exams, I know I've, I don't want to harp on that, but those are the worst because you've got multiple experts trying to find a date that works. So I would expect people to see scheduling issues through the remainder of the year at a minimum. PPE is going to change. 
many times on exams, people wouldn't wear PPE and, and not steel boots, but in terms of respirators or whatever it is, unless it was, you know, a very contaminated exam, asbestos, very dirty exam or, or whatever may be the environment. I think you're going to see more PPE on a regular basis. And I think you're still going to see that slowdown in the exam that I mentioned earlier. You're still going to see maybe a one day exam bleeding into two because we are socially distancing while completing the exam. And most importantly, I know I've kind of talked here in this brief recording about all of our limitations and what everybody is going through. Everybody has to understand that does not mean it is an excuse not to comply with current guidelines and standards. While we are still doing this, however we are doing it, whether it's through a Zoom, whether it is through an expert that may not be preferred, everybody must still comply with an FPA, ASTM, and all other standards that are out there to conduct an investigation as it should be conducted. Trip, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me. That was Trip Wagner from expert service provider Jensen Hughes with Services Worldwide. And special thanks to today's producer, Frank Bowenkel. Thank you all for joining us for Festus Insurance Law Podcast. To subscribe to this audio program, go to our webpage, www.ambest.com slash resource. If you have any suggestions for a future topic regarding an insurance law case or issue, please email us at lawpodcast.ambest.com. I'm John Zuba, and that was message. Best Insurance Professional Resources features valuable insurance industry content, including searchable profiles of client-recommended insurance attorneys, adjusters, and expert service providers. Brought to you by AM Best, known worldwide as a respected source of insurance industry news and information. Visit ambest.com slash claims resource.